0: with new goals every time we set up new goals there's always the hope there for a better life in a way a life where we would crush all our undesired habits replace them for healthier ones and at last reach the top of the mountain you know quote unquote the mountain we've been climbing for so long but for the most part if you look back whether that's two months four months a year back to other goals you've had, I'm gonna guess that you've probably been plagued by the same issues that haven't allowed you to actually get to where you want. Now, whether that outcome is more money, a better, a better body, a better physique, a better relationship, a better job, whatever that is, even if it's just an overall willingness for more discipline and control, over your life, I'm going to guess that a lot of the issues that haven't allowed you to do these things have been repeating themselves throughout your life. Most likely, when you're trying to deal with these things, and even things you're trying to deal with right now, usually it's never the first time, you know, that you're dealing with them. If it is, you know, Um, Great or not, I guess, at least you took that step. But if this is not the first time you're dealing with it, then there's something there that needs to be dealt with. And even though this is not the first time you're dealing with these things, trying to solve these things, if I had to guess, you're probably taking the same approach that you've always taken. Maybe with some variations here and there. However... A lot of times, from what I've seen from you know people who talk to us, usually it goes something like this. Number one, you set a very ambitious goal, even a lot of times over-ambitious. After that goal, a lot of times people just get to it. But some people, the second step they take is they define a vague plan as how to get there. And then number three, one of the most hindering things to actually progress that so many of us do is we overload ourselves or weeks and our days to put as much effort as we can to try to reach the goal as fast as we can. Now, unfortunately, what tends to happen after a few weeks, sometimes a few months is we get burned out. We start dreading the work. We start dreading these habits because we're dreading them so much we slowly start skipping days or, you know, just doing less and less, being less focused, which then eventually so often leads to us quitting altogether with, you know, either the excuse that it wasn't for us or that we are too tired or that we don't have time or we don't have the, you know, it's just not meant to be. And, you know, with all this, you might be asking yourself right now, so what would be a better approach an approach that would actually allow you to reach your goals. And essentially, that's what I wanna approach here today. And I wanna share with you the five steps to identify, plan for, and replace your bad habits so that you can finally move forward towards your desired outcome. That's gonna allow you to actually, you know, reach your goals and not be stuck. Forever, and that was my phone. But I'm just gonna keep going. If you heard that ringing, and yeah, so step number one is gonna be setting the right mindset. And you know, I know you you're probably tired of hearing about the right mindset and motivation and all these things that sound like bullshit, and you're just wanting to get to the practical advice in a way. So I want to keep this one short as well and just kind of summarize it with you must focus on the long term because whatever hopes and dreams you have of seeing any results within the next month must be forgotten. You must take that idea out of your mind and instead look six months, one year, two years into the future for the things you actually want to achieve. And by doing this, not only will you be much more patient with yourself, much more willing to take the proper time, But you will also enjoy that process, which is going to allow you to be as focused and as productive on the things you're doing. Not always being worried about, you know, oh my God, should I be doing this? Should I be doing something else? Should I change the plan? And instead of that, actually just doing what you know you need to be doing. Now, step number two is going to be identifying patterns. Because for most things we're striving to achieve... I truly believe that we have acquired habits in the past that are stopping us from getting there. This may be procrastination, overeating, overspending, not being able to commit, or something else in between. And if you've tried to achieve the same thing multiple times, but for some reason always felt short, then this is the reason why that happened. There are patterns in your behavior that, until you deal with them, will haunt you forever not only that but the more you delay dealing with them the harder it becomes because the more you do something the more likely you are to repeat that thing as well that can go you know very beneficially for you or the opposite depending on what you're doing but now that you understand the importance of this you're probably questioning you know where do i even start and that's a great question, and I want to share my, you know, summarized response here as well, which is, first of all, you start by identifying the most harming habits on the way to your most important goal. And to do this, I have a checklist for you to do this. I'm going to link an article below with all these things I'm saying and also that checklist, which you can go over. But essentially, is you know, you're going to write about two to three failures in your past, really diving deep into them. Number two, look for patterns in your behavior and thoughts across these failures, and then prioritize the most hindering habits you're going to be dealing with. Once you have done this, prioritized, you know, really identified those, you're going to pick the first two or three of them and move over to step number three, which is planning properly. And I want to share just um, a beautiful quote from Benjamin Franklin about this, which is, failing to plan is planning to fail. And now that you know the habits to tackle, it is time to plan on how you're going to do so. In my opinion, from my personal experience, this is the step that will either make or break most of your progress. Because apart from the quote above, there are plenty more examples of some of the most successful people we know of who share this advice, and I want to share some of those with you. First of all, from Confucius, I don't even know if I said his name right, is, a man who does not plan long ahead will find trouble at his door. Second quote by Picasso, our goals can only be reached through a vehicle of a plan in which we must fervently believe and upon which we must vigorously act. There is no other route to success. And the last one by Abraham Lincoln, which says, Give me six hours to chop down a tree, and I will spend the first four sharpening the axe. End quote there. Because while it is critical to understand the importance of planning ahead, in my opinion, it is much more important to understand how to properly plan. This is what will define most of your ability to actually stick to this plan in the long term. And, you know, I'm sure you're, you've are you seen it, you know, countless books and courses on this step alone and just on how to do this. So what I'm going to do here for you is attempt to summarize this as best as I can. So first thing, um, and this is going to be in the link below as well, but the first thing you're going to do is specify in detail the habit you want to remove and the one you're going to replace it with. Now here... And throughout all this process, vagueness cannot be present. For the most part, this vagueness is what allows you to slack off in the first place. So, for example, if your goal is to stop procrastinating and instead start writing, then that would be very vague because any amount of writing will do. You can just write one word and that will be it. Now, if instead it is, um, I will stop procrastinating and replace it with Writing uninterrupted for one hour per day, then you will know exactly if you have succeeded or not, and how to adjust along the way. Now, once you know this thing you're aiming at, you're gonna break it down as small as you can, because the shor- the first step should not be of making any visible progress. It should be should instead to be turning the actions that will lead to progress into habits. So what this means is. You're just going to be building the habit at the start. So if your goal is to write for one day, uh, for one day, for one hour uninterrupted, maybe that's too much to start with. But maybe five minutes is much better. And you're going to start there. Which then leads us to step number three, which is slowly increase it. Because if your first step is that five minutes, then the next may be 10 minutes, which then may turn into 15. And if you keep progressing along the weeks, tracking these things, and making that effort to slowly improve, eventually you'll get there. Because while this may seem like we are wasting a lot of time and making very few progress, you must look deeper than that. Because the reason for this approach is that we are setting the habit for you to actually do the actions required, no matter how small they are at the beginning. Because a common reason for people to fail to stick to the plan is that they struggle in even taking the first step and being consistent with taking that step. You know, they scroll Instagram, they watch YouTube, then they go snack on something, then they watch one more episode of Friends or whatever, and then time went by and they didn't do what they had to do. So by you making it easy to take the first step, building a habit of it, you're giving yourself the strength to never miss a day in the future. That's what all this is all about. Because if you can always get your task done, for how small it may seem in the beginning, eventually it will turn into a habit which will make it harder not to do it than to actually do it. But now moving over to step number four, which is sticking to the plan. Essentially, what it all boils down to Because all progress is dependent on your ability to to actually stick to the plan day after day, setback after setback, always putting the time in. And of course, by doing the previous step, the planning, you're making it much easier, easier on yourself to actually accomplish this step. However, there are still some things missing. A big one is to make sure your environment is not only free of distraction, but also convenient for you to get things done. If you're trying to have more focused work hours, then it would be in your benefit to make sure the only objects occupying your desk and field of view, for that matter, are the ones crucial to getting things done. This means no phone, no TV, no distracting music or YouTube videos playing on your second monitor. No know anything like that. Because by doing this, your brain is not constantly getting triggered to shift focus from the work in front of you. And on top of that, if you set triggers to remind you of the task you want to do, you'll be much more likely to get up and do it. And that leads us to our last step, step number five, which is rituals for maximum productivity and focus. Because as a final step, and one that proved to be critical for me, is to set up rituals that you always do before getting to your actual work. And the reason why this is important is that you're priming your brain to be triggered into doing work after these rituals. Because if day after day, week after week, month after month, you always repeat the same habits before getting to your most important work, then your brain will start to make the following association which is after these rituals comes work and this way the more you stick to these pre-work routines the easier it will become to not only get your task but also to do so without getting distracted a few good examples to implement should focus around mindfulness these would be the core ones would be meditation journaling reading and a personal favorite of mine cold showers. And armed with these steps, you would be, you know, of course they are in some sense vague, but you can now do your deep research within all of those and apply it to your life. And just as a final word of advice, you must know that it will take a lot of time. For the most part, we have been repeating these unhealthy habits for so long that they have become second nature to us, almost like instinct. And with that in mind, you have to give time for these new, healthier rituals to form. If you follow the steps above, it will be much easier in the long term. However, in the short term, it can feel frustrating. And, you know, trust me, because I've been there and I've, you know, came from a background of procrastinating a lot, delaying a lot, and then shifting that slowly. And the problem is that we have been exposed to so much of, you know, overnight success stories that when we don't see results after a couple of weeks, after a month, we immediately want to give up. When that comes at frustration, we resort to new programs, new methods, new secrets to, um, to get us to where we want. And the problem is that those never last. And, you know, or, or they never give you what you want because if you go to any person who actually achieved, you know, meaningful success, they'll all you take, you know, tell you the same thing: is that it requires time. You know, it it isn't flashy, romantic, or dramatic, but it's it's doing these things that you know you should do that are good for you every day. But while they're not flashy or romantic or you know, spiking your emotions, what they are is meaningful and rewarding, and fulfilling. And what I want to do is tell you and finish off with the, you could call it the secret, the magical secret of most successful people. So here it goes. And prepare yourself, because this is the perfect formula for success. Number one, you plan ahead. Then you execute on that plan. Then you assess the plan, adjust what went wrong, what went well. Then you execute again, then you adjust again, then you execute again, and so on. So essentially, there is no, ma- no magic to this. There's just measured effort over time, consistently improving, consistently getting closer to where you actually want to go. That's it. Thank you for listening.